I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Welcome to the Q's Militia Podcast with those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. What's up, Q's Nation? Thanks for tuning in to the Q's Militia Podcast with Sean and Joe. The universal handle for the socials is at Q's Militia. Go there, join the militia. We are the only Syracuse sports podcast centered around giving you, the fans, a voice. So, welcome. We've got a little bit of Bayheim's Army news that broke today. Uh, we've got some NBA draft news and the new Syracuse football uniforms were uh, revealed. I don't know if anybody realized that or not. Uh, it only, it only, that buzz only lasted for about three days, two and a half days. Right, Joe? Uh, yeah. All over, all over the interweb. All over the interwebs. And it was one of the, one of the most uh, voted on polls that we ever put out, which is crazy. So, I mean, it's just some uniforms. I'm glad I did it, though, now that it's now that we know. So anyway, before we get into all that stuff, first, we got to talk about the good folks over at SeatGeek. If you don't already know uh, this, this deal, this app, put it on your phone. And if you're deciding to go to a, a concert, a sporting event, a Broadway show, I mean, you name it, you you. um Input this into the app, and it's gonna. What it's gonna do? It's gonna scan the entire web for you to try to find you the best deal on the tickets that you're looking for. First of all, it does rate them zero to ten, but that's not all it does. Just to make sure you're getting the best bang for your buck, it lets you know by color coordination if you have a great deal. A green dot, that's a great deal. Yellow dot, that's an okay deal. And uh, the red dot, not so good. So use promo code ACAA at checkout to receive twenty dollars off your first purchase. Uh, that's you know a beer, a hot dog, or whatever, and uh, you can save that twenty bucks again by using the promo code ACAA to get to twenty bucks off your first purchase. SeatGeek, life's an event, life's an event, and we have the tickets. So, all right. So some. Oh well, before we get into this, three views. Thank you. Three views have rolled in. I think we're gonna do one today. I'll I'll try to remember. I uh, just sent some uh, some stuff out. To the last guy there, and we appreciate that. It really helps us out on iTunes to get those reviews in as far as um, getting noticed on iTunes by yep. someone searching for Syracuse Sports Podcast. And and uh, we're up there. We're probably the most rated. Uh, last I checked, we were the most rated and reviewed Syracuse Sports Podcast, including all the big names, too. So uh, thank you so much. Uh, we really uh, really appreciate all of you who take the time to do that. So uh, yes. there's that. And then we're going to do something a little bit different. 
listen, this show is for Syracuse sports only. I, I'm not going to sit here and tell you what kind of beer I'm drinking. I'm not going to tell you about the Netflix movie I watched or, you know, all this stuff during this show. But Joe... Joe kills it, and if you've listened, you know this. Joe kills it in <laughs> fantasy football, for instance, okay? So we thought of something that we wanted to do, and we're just going to call it overtime. And after the show close, after the music, and we sign off, it, we will let you know if there's going to be an overtime at the beginning of the show. You can stay tuned. You can stay tuned, You can, li- and if you don't want to listen to it, you just shut it off. But if you want to stay tuned for some of that extra stuff, we'll let you yes. know when it's happening. It'll be at the end of the show, so it's not going to interfere with any of our Syracuse sports news or anything like that. So a little something different. I mean, some podcasts pay for this or uh, make you pay for this stuff via like Patreon and stuff like that. We ain't trying yeah. to do that. So, um, you know, and it's not going to be all the time. It'll be once in a while. Joe's going to Joe's gonna give us – I'm going to be a student, as I am a student here sometimes, but I'm really going to be a student because I suck at fantasy football. <laughs> and I really need some help. Joe tried his best to help me last year with the team I already drafted, but uh, yeah. Yeah, it's tough after the team's drafted, right, Joe? Yes, yes. I, I caught that conversation a little bit too late. Yeah. So anyway, uh, we're gonna go. We're gonna do that. The Cuse Militia overtime. So some scary. Yeah, and when news. it's not gonna be just not gonna be just fantasy oh, football no. stuff. It's you know, be... that's just some one topic going up, leading up. Once you know the draft goes on, it's kind of tough to talk about uh, fantasy football and you know give tips and stuff like that. But just anything in the news, you know, there's some times where there's something out there that's and it's not sports, you know, Syracuse sports related that still could be an interesting thing to talk about. So. Yeah, you whether know, it be that's, sports that's really what or whatever. Said. One thing I will yep. guarantee you it won't be. And that is politics. And that's politics. We don't play that game here. You come here for sports and some some uh, banter. Uh, we don't, yes. we don't, we're not getting involved in all that. No. <clears throat> um, so, uh, with that said, yeah, well, maybe we will talk about Netflix movies sometime. But, I mean, really. <laughs> that's you. Yeah, yeah, you yeah that's me. It is me. Uh, I got a good one too. I just watched. It's great with Jennifer Aniston and Adam Sandler. But I digress. Oh, I Wonder watched Mystery? that last night. Oh, you watched it? It was good, right? Watched it last night. Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah. Okay. We said we weren't going to do this, but here we are. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yep. Let's go on to the next. All right. So <laughs> a uh, a scary moment for for Trish. He's going to be okay. He had a, a leg injury overseas playing in Italy, and he actually had to sit out. Uh, his team ended up getting swept. Uh, but the plan for him is that he's still going to play for Bayheim's army. So I guess it was yeah. a bone chip or something, Joe. And, yeah, that or a deep, deep bone bruise, one of the two, but enough to keep him out. Yeah, enough to keep him out uh, for his tournament there overseas. And unfortunately, uh, you know, I mean, that stuff happens. Hopefully he's hopefully he is going to be healthy enough so uh, to play for Bayheim's army. And that's good news. So. Yeah, uh, we wish well, he's going to take his time. Yeah, it's yeah, too bad for him it. because he was the league MVP, and then when they were in the league semifinals, I believe, or something like that. So, um, you know, it's definitely going to hurt for him. You know, but, oh, absolutely, that sucks. That sucks because yeah. he's killing it. Uh, he'll have a little bit of time, and hopefully, he'll be good. Yeah, and if you did follow the link that I shared on Facebook and Twitter, I voted. Joe voted. We all voted for. Uh, a Bayheim's army to add another player without having to pay any of the penalty. And yes. we met that threshold. So thanks to everybody who's listening that voted. And so the rumor mill is Andrew White, which is one inside the loud house has reported on. And Malachi Richardson even got, got um, the okay. Yeah, that's the first, 
first day I, I saw him, my first time I saw his name get mentioned was a Syracuse.com article. So. And Demetrius Nichols, he played last year. He did pretty good. And so yep. those are the names in the rumor mill right now, and we'll just have to see what – uh, what they end up doing. I'm sure it's probably all but a done deal. I just haven't announced it yet. Watch it. It happened right after this show, too. So, <laughs> that's all. That, how many times has that happened, Joe? Oh, God. You know what Count I'm saying? Times. You're like, Count oh, my gosh. You're like, are you serious? So, anyway, um, the 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 uh, something called the NBA. They have a draft every year. Some of the <sighs> basketball players go to it. I don't know. What's the NBA? I don't know. I have no idea. But there was news about it. And that news was, first of all, Darius Baisley took a very unorthodox path towards yeah. moving to the NBA. We were critics of it. I think I was mainly a critic of it, though, Joe, because like, I think this is a great path. I'm, I'm actually all for this. There's the one thing, though, that, right. that I didn't like, and that was the decommit. And, you know... Fans are like that. We're like that. Like, man, you know, we were high, we were high on him. But the decommit. Yeah. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And... Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. J.J. has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives... There's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard, BMW, the ultimate driving machine. You know, I think it's a good path for kids. I think it's, I think it's open. I think he is the pioneer of this, really, and he's opened up a lot of doors, and I think that you will probably have less of these decommit type situations because they see how successful it could be. A $14 million contract with Adidas last season, right? And no. What? No. He's only, I mean, he only, what, well, it, was what it was, it was a million guaranteed. It was a million, right? a million guaranteed from New Balance. It was essentially oh, Balance, called yeah. an internship. And New Balance really isn't known for their basketball sneakers, so maybe they're trying to break into that. And they took a chance on on a kid to possibly, you know, be their face of their possible and new, you know, sports apparel, something they probably haven't delved into too much. Um, so if he ends up being good, then that's, that's good for them. So they kind of just took, they took a risk. Um, and that's one of the things I was going to say is that this path right here, there has been kids that have gone, gone from high school and gone and played like a season overseas 
and then enter the draft. Um, and, you know, they get paid playing overseas. But obviously some kids 18 years old don't want to go to a foreign country and play, you know, professional basketball against grown men. You know, that's sometimes that's tough. Uh, and in this situation, he wanted to play in that, uh, what the G League and he found out real quick that I don't think he, that he was ready and he didn't, he sat out and really didn't even play. Now, again, in this instance, it hurt him, but again, as well, I think him earning a million dollars and getting that guaranteed cash right. sitting, sitting out for a year, probably Where did I get made the 14 million from. Where did I get well, I think, I think there's like a I possibility. I, I think it's like a possibility to be more, oh, okay. but you know, I think it's one of those things where if he got undrafted, then he probably wouldn't get any more. He'd just get them, you know, oh, so true, true. I feel like it was almost million. like a down payment from new balance in hopes that he's going to end up being good. So, right. Well, I think he will. Right. I mean, drafted twenty third by uh, uh, the nothing's guaranteed in the NBA, uh, man. There's not a lot of superstars. No. In. Yeah. Well, I good on him. First round, twenty third. Oh yeah, I'm not going to hate on him. Obviously, I mean, I didn't think it was going to end up this well, and for for this instance, yeah, it 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 didn't hurt. But again, I just I go along the side of just um, the college is basically the best the best stage to be seen at that age and. He wasn't seen, but obviously he did show that if he comes in in shape and plays good at the combine, then you can still get drafted off potential. So, yeah, and he's going to be Jeremy Grant on the team, right? Pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. anyway, um, uh, that's uh, good on him, man. You know, look, I think that's a good path. I think it's probably, you know, something maybe. I mean, you know, so if you can make a million dollars and sit out, if you can make a million dollars, then of sit course out. that's a good path. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, right? I don't right? think every so. kid's going to be able to do that, though. But hey, you never no. know. No, well, we, I didn't think he was going to be able to do it, so he proved me wrong. And uh, kudos to him on that. So, Brissett, yep. um, Brissett, he's going to participate uh, participate in the Clippers NBA Summer League in Vegas. Mm-hmm. That's going to start in just about uh, I don't know, just under two weeks here, July fifth. Yeah. So. Soon. Uh, he, he, that's not a contractual thing, correct, Joe? That's not, um, he's not getting paid uh, for the summer league. I don't think you get paid for summer league, bro. I mean, I think they could be, but I think it's essentially just a tryout. Yeah. Right. Right. So, um, yep. and both, obviously this is the second, or this is the first time in like 18 years or something like that, or 20 years where we went back to back years and not having a Syracuse player get drafted <laughs> in the first round. Tyus as well is. Uh, I think was, it was not get drafted at all. I believe. Yeah. Well. Yeah. No one got drafted last year or this year. So. Yeah. So Tyus, he he did uh, sign as an undrafted free agent with the Minnesota Timberwolves, and he's got what's called an Exhibit Ten contract. And I I read like all of the the exact wording of what this is, and it's really confusing. And so Seth Goldberg, basically, he tweeted out something that basically says, "This is." It's a variation of a two-way contract, and what it does is it basically allows the Timberwolves to have the rights to him. If he goes down to the G League, it you know they can bring him up and put him down, and it's it's incentive for him because there's a minimum. I think it's a minimum of five thousand and a maximum of fifty thousand in this contract, okay. and it allows him to move up and down, you know, wherever his potential seats him, and it's an incentive for him because he's getting paid to stay in the NBA as opposed to going overseas. Right. So, so that's basically what that is. And we'll just have to wait and see how that pans out, I guess. You know, I don't know. Kind of a weird contract. I mean, 
It's like I think it says in there they have they they retain his rights, like the rights. To right. Him. So, uh, yeah. You know. Um, Maybe so. they're just, they're already signed him for his G League for the G League team, and no matter what happens in the summer camp, you know. Yeah. So, so anyway, uh, that's it for, for those guys. And, you know, maybe you look back and you say maybe Brissett did shine a little bit in the combine. He did really good. He played well. He impressed a lot of people. But at the end of the day, even before the draft, he wasn't up on first round in the draft boards. And he also was critiqued fairly um Fairly negative, not really negatively. He did good. He'd impress, but they put together everything. His 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 play at Syracuse his last year, and then the combine right. stuff, and where they think his potential leads, and how he fits into teams. Obviously, so maybe for Brissett, he might he might have would have should have no maybe know what he knows now. Maybe he'd have waited another year. Who knows? I don't know. Tyus though, you know, th- th- this is his path. He had yeah. nothing left to do at SU. He's graduated. I think probably probably the right choice for him. Brissett will just is still up in the air. We'll just have to see. He's still trying out, so that's where yep. he's, where he's, he's at. still got a shot, you know. So and team's definitely impressed. And if you can latch onto the Clippers, uh, that's a pretty good organization right now. They're, I mean, they made the playoffs, and a lot of a lot of people are saying that Kawhi Leonard who was the finals MVP this year from Toronto, who opted out of his contract and is becoming a free agent, could possibly be signing there. So um, they could be a force to be reckoned with. So if, that's, if, he, can, if he can latch onto that team, um, then he'd be in, in, you know, on a pretty good team. So I'm, I'm cheering for him. Yeah, I'm rooting for him too, obviously. So, you know, there's been a ton of recruiting news over the past few days, and – this is not something we're going to be able to, it's not something we're going to be able to cover in one episode and yeah. it just you know sometimes we go through the off season like what are we going to talk about what are we going to talk about it has been non-stop this year you know it just hasn't stopped and right when we're thinking, you know we we'll plan a two-part recruiting 2020 recruit episode we'll do two parts and then a bunch of who knows it'll be in the middle of Bayheim's army or something so you know we're <laughs> yeah. just going to have to we're just going to have to put it together and give it to you in, in, in little bits at a time. But something fun did happen. Something fun, real fun happened, and that was the unveiling of the uniforms for Syracuse football, and they got rid of those awful numbers. Those That was the worst. The numbers in, like, the the collaboration of, like, the gray and the, the stripes all over it and everything. I don't know, man. Yeah. Really bad. I mean, at the end of the day, I didn't care that much about the uniform, but right. – but the new ones, when you stack them up against what was unveiled Friday night, I mean, you got to look at that and be like, wow, what a freaking upgrade. Got the classic font back, a little bit of old school feel. I love the orange, you know, the all yeah. orange with the blue helmet. I think that's awesome. Yeah. Um, what do you think, Joe? Yeah, I – well, a lot of times it's tough because – it's tough to view because a lot of times – New usually means, you know, people kind of latch on to new more than old, you know. So True. Uh, you never know if someone's really going to like it or if. But uh, I do remember the last uniforms a lot of people were a little negative on. And, um, yeah, I, I, I like them. They do. Like, I saw a lot of the comments on social media and everything like that. And I would agree that they they do kind of look like the Cleveland Browns uniforms. Oh, <laughs> they gonna... do not. Uh... The Cleveland Browns have brown pants, bro. 
Dude, I'm saying like the design. I, I, like okay. The, the, you know, and, and, and I mean, some of the orange. I mean, you go against the blue and it's just the orange and the white. Like, it okay. kind of looks like okay. I mean, all, all right. Yeah, absolutely. It looks like Illinois, too. Eh, yeah. The blue and the white are the, or excuse me, the orange and the white, too. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, there's, there's so many combinations that they can do and stuff. So, I just yeah. think it's going to be one of those things where I think that there's going to be fans that. You know, they like some combinations and others that like others. And they're probably like past seasons going to leave it up to probably captains or a team vote on, you know, which ones they wear, like home and away and stuff like that. And some they might have to, you know, contractually wear um, a numerous amount of times. We don't we don't really know that. But, um, yeah, I mean, I I always I kind of like what you said. I look at it like I know which team is my team out there. Um, And if if the kids like them. And the kids are getting to choose the combinations and, and put in get some input because um, I do believe that some football players had some input in the design. Oh, really? Um, okay. So uh, yeah, as long as they're cool with it and they like it, and recruits, you know, just little things like that sometimes can can push a recruit over the edge if they know that they have that type of you know freedom. So I mean, they like them. I like them, but I I, I mean I do. I mean the hype that, around know. a uniform, though. I mean, I guess I guess everybody's team has that kind of hype around a uniform. But it was like, it was really hyped. Like <laughs> the, the, yeah. the trailer, the video, and everything. Like it was like yeah. it was pretty <laughs> dope, was, dude. It was, <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, they they definitely put in some good work. That was that was good stuff. So um, I would have actually loved to have been there. I heard that it was a good time. Um, my girlfriend's. Uh, brother he had a guy he went to high school with that was there and um attorney actually, Star- i believe it was mitch on twitter at mitch oh really the barber yeah. from new york city um i don't think i think he's from i have no idea but um well there's a couple but, of yeah. Mitches, but there's one yeah. i know more because he tweets more oh, we'll okay. have to figure that out yeah we'll figure um, it out but either way yeah there was um you know some guys out there so uh that that I knew that they had a great time. Thought it was awesome. I think I believe they played the video and then had the guys come out live and, and wear the uniforms and stuff. So yeah, I saw the pictures. Pretty cool. So yeah, uh, yeah. we did the poll on it, and then we're gonna I'm gonna do some impromptu comments. Okay, uh, did the poll on it on Twitter. 548 votes. 80 percent love them. Five hmm. percent said they stink. And um. <laughs> And fifteen percent are undecided, so you got more undecided than you are haters of, the, right. of it. Yeah. Um, at J Evans BCBNJ, he says I like them, but they could have done without the numbers on the shoulders. With that and the stripes, seems like too much. But overall, they did a great job. So a little critique, but he he likes them, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The the at the big E underscore two twenty eight massive improvement. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> At Sarah Cuse, 44. This is clever. It's yeah. at S-Y-R-A-Q-S-E-44. Oh, okay. I said the new uniforms are so much better than the current ones with those stupid numbers. Yes, those numbers <laughs> suck. They're terrible. <laughs> they look like a reflection in water or like a shadow. You know how they're real, like, tall and everything? They're like, so, yeah. so dumb. So dumb. <laughs> Seriously. Uh at Orange Cop 44, at the time he said, currently 8% of you are morons. 
<laughs> it must have been the haters. So yeah. uh, at Bills nineteen ninety eight, they look much like the Browns, which is that's Joe's comment. So yeah. um, you know, I could see it a little bit. I'm not gonna sit here and deny it, I guess. But <laughs> we also we also went on Facebook with it. And Facebook, 140 votes, not too bad, I guess. 140 votes, but ninety-three percent said they loved them. And seven percent said they were they were a pile of poop with my poop emoji. Nice. So, so yeah. I mean you know, yeah, there's some there's a lot of fans that just like the old school kind of just solid colors, you know. I but I'll tell you what, you know what I like? You want to really know what I like, and this is gotta probably move with the times. this this could be tacky. But I don't know. I think it's cool. The orange jersey with the orange pants and the orange cleats and an orange helmet. Is that too much? All orange. All orange, dude. Just orange it out. Just orange. Uh, well, orange out, yeah. That's what I do in college football 2014 <laughs> on PS3, by the way. <laughs> All my home games are solid orange. And yeah. that's how I think it Makes should sense. be. That's how I think it should be. Uh, so, did you want to? Nice. Did you, you want to um, mention anything else, real quick? We got a little bit of time if you did want to. Uh, anything uh, on the recruiting front? We had a lot of recruits visit. We had a four star coming in to visit. And oh yeah, well, like I mean, with as far as the recruiting goes, again, we're not going to be able to hit up everything um, right here in in this episode. Um, of course, we'll have a recruiting. A recruiting um, episode, but yeah, we're just going to have know. to do a tiny bit of overtime, I think, Joe. Yeah, you know. Well, I mean, yeah, it's point. tough. It's tough because, again, I mean, signing. We there's an early signing period now, you know. So a lot of times people just think, oh, you know, end of June, July, like season hasn't started yet. Who cares about recruiting? Like, come December. And I mean, they're twenty twenties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and and again, some people don't. They're like, oh, they won't even play till next year. But I mean, this recruiting class is important. Um, and you can, they can sign once the, once the season starts, by the time the season's over and hopefully cross my fingers, knock on wood, we're waiting for a bowl game. We have an early signing period where these kids can sign before the actual signing period, uh, in the first week of February. So as much as people want to make it seem like it's so far away and these kids aren't going to be playing until next year, like they only have six, six to seven, eight months here to to make their decision and actually place, you know, their high school season as well, too. So recruiting right now is, you know, recruiting right now is important, even though it's just not always on the forefront of people's minds. So and we had seven recruits in the last week since we, um, you know, had these camps the last couple of weeks and boosted our commits up from three to ten. And uh, yeah, um, some exciting players. I know we had a. A guy from Florida that was uh, a um, teammate with talk about it. Here you are, teammate from Cornel- with Cornelius Nunn last year, and then we also got a punter that stole right from Athens, Georgia, which is right in Georgia's backyard. And you know, we posted that or shared that website or that uh, article from uh, inside the Loud House uh, that Paul wrote. And according to you know the kicking recruits in the kicking classes or whatever you know he was he's a five star and he was a number five punter so well they they recruit they 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 are um rate other other um positions oh, yeah. too it's just the i guess they branch out so right we'll get the info on that but what they do is they yeah. they don't rate anybody that they haven't seen in person and they yep. they don't get to see everybody they get to choose who they see so it's a it's elite 
It really is. Right. So right. for everybody yeah. that was poo-pooing the five-star punter, I mean, think twice for real because uh, as Joe, you and I talked about a lot last year, special teams was huge for us last year. Yeah. And, and our special teams has been huge. Think about the punters that we've been putting through. Think about the field yeah, goal kickers we've been absolutely. putting through. All right. You know, so, uh, yeah, that's important. But the, usually a lot of times when you look at, you know, the recruiting classes and you're going to look at like ESPN's recruiting class or 247 sports recruiting class, they're not going to give you kudos for like a punter or, you know, even like the guy, uh, oh God, I can't even think of it, our long snapper, Matt Keller, yeah. in the past four years. He was he was in the Under Armour All-American game. as So that means he was one of the best long snappers, but because – it's not looked at as, you know, long snappers don't score touchdowns and don't throw touchdowns, they don't, you know, so they don't, but it's an important position. And uh, I mean, no one really looked at that guy as being a great pickup, but I mean, you look at having a long snapper like that for the past couple of years, Sterling Hoffrichter was a similar type of recruit for the guy that, uh, that we just signed there. And um, then you look at Andre Schmidt coming in and, and, and winning the Lou Groza award. And the fact that our, I've, I haven't, I just, I used to fear, I mean, this wasn't so long ago. I used to fear, you know, kicking punts and, and kickoffs to other teams, yeah. especially, you know, and I mean, most recently, I mean, Jameson Crowder from Duke a couple of years back, uh, he blew that whole game open with that punt return. And it was just, uh, I was so nervous about just giving up them special teams play or something like that. And our special teams has just been so much better and grown exponentially under Dino Babers. So, getting a guy like this is just going to continue because you got to remember Sterling Hoffrichter, our only punter on our team is a senior. So, right. Yeah. And so by don't the way, poo-poo the punter. don't poo poo the punter. His name's James Williams, by the way. And yes, he was the Coles kicking rating is, is what he was rated by five stars. Right. He's the number five punter in this cycle and a number 12 kicker. So he can do both and he's in line to join yeah. the orange, but we do have, um, you know, we still have the Hoffrichter. And, but here's the thing. Well, by the time, oh, yeah, by the time he comes in, right. He'll be gone. Yeah. So, so I by mean, the time he comes in, he's going to take his spot. So one interesting thing, though, about James Williams, he said he was quoted as saying, I choose Syracuse because its football program is on the rise with Dino Babers leading the team. I mean, right. how is that for a direct quote, why you want to join the Orange? Like, I mean, hello. Yeah. You know, I mean. As a punter, you can go anywhere and. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I mean, realistically, if you're a punter, you want to punt a lot, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So going exactly. to a bad team or a team that can't move the ball, you're going to be punting a lot. So, uh, but yeah, no, he wants to win and he comes from, I mean, again, he's from Athens, Georgia, which is exactly where Georgia plays. And there's still time where obviously he could, you know, it's just a verbal commit, but. Oh yeah. By again, the way, the disclosure on the, on the commits is None of them are going to be official until they sign a national letter of intent. And there's uh, two ways that they can do it. The early signing period or the, or the national signing day. And the yeah. early signing period is December 18th through 20th. And the national signing day is February 5th. So And it's, cru- and it's crucial for us. And that's why I, I, I talk. And I know a lot of times you're like, oh, it's 2020. And you know some people are just, it's the middle of the summer. And But that, that early signing period is crucial for us. That's why recruiting is just so big for us early. Because I can't tell you how many times some of our best recruits have gotten flipped and gone to other schools in between that time if, if for if we didn't if we had a, a early signing period and they signed like between that December 18th to 20th to February 
like between those months or those days, we've had so many guys get flipped and, and we've lost um, some good guys. So uh, that early signing period really, really helps us out. Yeah. So, all right, Joe, that it? Yeah. You good? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we can explain more about that punter stuff. We're not that good at it, though. So if you want to, uh, <laughs> you can still go ahead and look at that inside the loud house. Yeah, go to my um, go to go to our Facebook, our Twitter, and we posted it at uh, it was it from from Paul over at Inside the Loud House. It breaks no, it down, and this is why this is why I like Inside the Loud House. Before we uh, started collaborating with them, there's they will quote people. They'll give you the sources. They'll give you their opinion, and then they'll give you like. They'll, they'll let you know exactly what is Cole's kicking. They let you know, and it's yep. short and sweet, and everything's short and sweet and to the point. So, all right. Well, I think that's going to do it. I want to thank all of you for listening. I want to thank you if you're sharing it with your friends. I appreciate that for the reviews. We appreciate that. Keep those coming. Yes. We'll pick we'll pick uh, one of those in the next episode. And I want to thank Armchair All American, Seat Geek, My Bookie, and James on Guitar for Joe. I'm Sean. We're out. Hey. Thanks for listening to the Q's Militia Podcast, the fan's voice with Sean and Joe.